this last year has been the hardest year of my life. It kicked my ass. It maybe will make me emotional to talk about it because it tested me in ways that I didn't know that I could survive. And that's just a very honest depiction of what this year has been for me. to this episode of Real Talk with Devin. It's been a long time and it is my birthday. So we're celebrating. As one does on their birthday, I am reflecting on the past year of my life. And my 27th year was just about as hard and as difficult and as depressing as it has gotten for me in my life. And I want to acknowledge the fact that amidst all of those feelings, amidst all of that, um, I want to call it sadness. I want to call it anger. I want to call it tension, all of the disruption. Um, I did create some really amazing things, which is how I know that I'm in my purpose, that I'm in my gifting, because even when I'm on, Uh, an emotionally different page. Um, My soul really is still able to, to shine through and my spirit is able to really create the things that need to be created for this world. And also for myself, you know, I wrote everyday affirmations in a moment of complete despair of like, what the fuck am I going to do every day? I need to wake up and I need something positive to think about And I need 365 days of that because it has been a shit show for just about that long. So I started my 27th year in Arizona, as some of you or all of you maybe remember. I went out there because I gave up my lease in New York after living here for eight and a half years. And it was COVID. It was completely uncertain in the city whether the city would be back up and running again and how things would go. And honestly, like I have always lived by myself. I enjoy time spent alone, but I was worried about myself being alone in a city where I didn't know if I would be able to have access to the life that I've built for myself. That realization, that moment, that decision was an extremely difficult one. And the second that I left New York, I wanted to be back. I spent a very long nine months, A, trying to get back here in the way that I wanted to, but also B, in really having a moment of rediscovery of self. And in those moments, you know, I think that the spiritual community, the coaching community, the therapeutic community talks about love and they talk about light and overcoming the darkness but I don't ever think that we really talk about the amount of darkness that has to go through you as a human being and that you have to go through as a human being internally, externally, all encompassing to get to that place of light, to get to that place of love and feeling like you're at a higher frequency. You know, there's a lot that has to go on. If you think about it, 
from just, you know, the caterpillar to the butterfly standpoint, right? Every time we're evolving in life, every time we're going through a transformation, the caterpillar in a chrysalis actually like literally liquefies itself and then becomes a butterfly. And I haven't been able to ask any butterflies how that feels, but I would assume that that's painful. And it's really like breaking down every single piece of yourself that you're finally comfortable with that, you know, and then being able to morph into this much bigger, more beautiful creation and light. But I think that, you know, that liquefaction process of completely starting over and completely hitting rock bottom, um, is a very difficult one. And I want to be really transparent with you all in saying that that is where I was. I was feeling so unlike myself. And when this happens, when you go through an evolution, when you go through a transformation, and when you allow yourself to do that, you know, a lot of people try and numb out. A lot of people try to just kind of keep afloat. I really allow myself to have a full death and a full rebirth when I'm going through moments like this. When I was 18 years old, I had my first, what I would consider kind of a rock bottom moment of who the fuck am I? I don't know uh, anything about myself. I don't know what I like, what I dislike. I've been trying to please all of these people for such a long time. And I haven't ever really thought about pleasing myself on any level. I'm at a college I didn't want to go to that had a religious affiliation that I didn't feel connected to because people told me to be there in a city that I had never been to because people told me it was great. I mean, it was really the place that I was in then was really desperate. And it was the first time that I had felt that way in my life. And it was also a time where I had never been able to properly communicate my emotions because I grew up uh, in such a way where emotions were not really spoken about. I mean, we were able to have them, but they were not received very well. And so I never felt like I could ask anybody for help or that I could do anything to help myself in those moments. And so it just kind of got deeper and deeper and deeper until finally I, I said, you know, probably six months after that moment, um, I, I really need some help. I can't live with chronic migraines. I can't be in my bed at 4 PM every day. Like there needs to be something that something's got to give basically. So ended up going into therapy, ended up working with a life coach then for the next eight years, really had a pretty solid eight years of transformation, of growth, of feeling good. I lived my best fucking life in my early twenties. Like looking back on it, so happy, so glad that I did everything that I did, having tons of fun and also doing a lot of healing work, but surface level healing work, as I've come to find out a year ago was when I really started to have these moments of once again, who the fuck am I and who do I want to be? You know, I think what's comforting to know and part of the messaging that I want to get across to you is that I had such a deep-seated fear of ever going back to that place where I was at, at 18 years old. And if you've ever had a depressive moment, if you've ever had a moment of anxiety, if you've ever had um, a panic attack, any of those things where it's a real physical and emotional and mental and spiritual complete moment of exhaustion 
or time period of exhaustion, there's an inherent fear that you have that you're ever going to kind of relapse in a way, right? There's always you're, you're subconsciously or consciously always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Things are going so well right now. What if I spiral back into depression? Things are going so well right now. When is my anxiety going to take over? Things are going so well right now. What if I have a panic attack and drop to the ground at any given moment, right? Those feelings coming up again was pretty much the scariest thing that could ever happen to me. So in that moment of realizing that I was going through a similar rock bottom moment, um, I had a choice. One choice was I'm going to give up. And I don't necessarily mean that in the grand macro scheme of giving up, but I mean, my career is not moving forward in the way that I want it to. I've been working so hard. I'm exhausted. My relationships are not showing any sort of real progress. I don't feel like I have the right people in my life. Um, you know, my relationships with my family are strained. My relationships with myself are shitty. Like every single thing in my life felt bad. I don't really know how else to explain it, how else to describe it. Everything in my life just felt bad. And unfortunately for me, and fortunately on every other level, but it's such a deep-seated purpose in my life to be doing what I'm doing that everything in me will not let me quit. Option two was I'm going to fight the good fight. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to let my body, my mind, my soul, my spirit go through this. I'm going to liquefy. I'm going to feel all of the emotions that come with that. I'm going to cry every day at the end of it all because there is an end. And I think that this is really the sole purpose for me to get on the mic today is to tell you that there is an end. And sometimes it takes weeks. Sometimes it takes months. I remember looking at the calendar, like literally counting days of how long I had felt this way and been like, it can't be much longer. I can't do this much longer. It can't be this much time that this is taking out of my life. Like I have to move forward. There has to be an end point. And I would say that it was a good four or five, maybe even six months of just feeling like shit. I think that when I started to think about what I actually wanted for my life, I was able to start to clear a lot of the things out of my life that I didn't want. And this is a lifelong process, right? I did not see this coming, to be honest. I did not see this second rock bottom moment of life playing out the way that it did. But I will tell you that even though things don't necessarily get easier, we get better at dealing with them. When I was 18 years old, I was completely fucking clueless. I had no idea what made me feel good, what made me feel alive, any of those things. I didn't know how to ask for help. I didn't know who to go to. This time around, I had so many more tools. I had so many more resources. And that's only because I put the work in the first time. So things don't get easier. External circumstances don't get easier. 
The things that happen to us don't get easier, but we realize how much better at dealing with things we get. This entire life is about strengthening us so that we react properly to what goes on outside of us. It's not about trying to paint the perfect picture and inserting ourselves into it. It's not about trying to make everything seem like it's great when really inside we are fucking drowning. This lifetime is about making sure that you are good, that you internally go through every single moment of happiness, of awesomeness, of complete and total despair, of sadness, of anger, of frustration, of love, of gratitude, of feeling, so that you can become the butterfly that you are meant to be liquefying yourself, sacrificing the old you, mourning the death of who you used to be is part of the process of becoming who you are meant to be. The caterpillar doesn't necessarily know that it's turning into a butterfly. The caterpillar just knows that it's going through a process. And I assume, again, never been able to ask, but Assume that that process feels difficult, that that liquefaction of self feels exactly how it sounds. That's what this life is meant for. It's meant for you to be able to create, recreate, invent, reinvent, evolve, evolve again, transform, discard anything that does not align with your true self. That does not align with your soul. And sometimes the only way to go through that is to completely hit bottom and to feel it all on the way down at your lowest and then on the way back up. Because the reality is, and like I said earlier, this is a very cyclical life. We go up, we go around, we go down, we come back up. We go up, we go around, we come back down, we go up. Everything happens in cycles. Everything happens in peaks and in valleys. These are the moments of ebb and flow that I'm constantly talking about where you feel completely stuck one moment. And then for whatever reason, everything loosens up and the energy moves fast and you move forward. It is shitty to feel bad. I want to be this vulnerable with you about this last year because I want you to understand that the growth experience, the things that you need to realize about your authenticity and yourself and your soul and what it is begging you to do sometimes come at the expense of allowing your old self to die. I thought I was doing pretty well. And I was. I was doing the best I could in that moment with the tools that I had. Universe said, time for an evolution. Okay. That's terrifying. Even when I say that, my whole body feels it. There was truly a nine-month process that I went through to come out on the other side. Nine months ironic? No. Coincidence? No. It's a rebirth. Dark night of the soul, Saturn returns, whatever you want to call it. 
this last year for me has been very, very difficult. And it did not start being any easier or feeling any lighter or feeling any better until like, I want to say August. The last couple months have been completely fucking blissful. I am back in the city. I am where I am meant to be. I have more clients than ever. I'm working on my third book. Life is fucking good. I have the best friends that I've ever had in my life currently. I have great relationships. I'm excited to start this new chapter to really work on myself even further. Sometimes we have to go through the mental so that we can get to the physical so that they're aligned. This year for me is going to be about that, taking the physicality of all of it back. I've worked so hard on my mental that I have really not paid enough attention to my physical health. And this year has shown all of us, I think, that it's really important to take care of ourselves in that way. I can tell that this part of my evolution is about that. I can tell that I've done all the mental work to get to this place where my mind and my body are finally feeling in alignment. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for this year. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to be alive. I'm grateful. I feel like I have walked through the storm. The final strike of lightning hit. I'm on the other side and it's sunny. And I just want everybody who's listening to this to know that if you are walking through the storm right now, if you feel like you can't even see your own hand in front of your face, never mind the light at the end of the tunnel, that if you just keep moving, if you just keep walking, and if you feel everything that you need to feel along the way, that you eventually not only see the light, but you become the light. I feel like the light right now. I feel like I have a lot to give. I feel like I have a lot to offer. I feel like I can start creating again in a way that is helpful and impactful. And I feel like I'm being given the opportunity today to really look back, to reflect, to take the parts of this past year that I feel like I did really well and to move them into my future, not giving up. There's that. The resilience piece of things, there's that. I did a really fucking good job at that because there were moments where it was really tough and I was in the fucking trenches. So I'm going to take that strength. I'm going to take that resiliency. I'm going to take that purpose and all-knowing ability with me into my 28th year. And I'm shedding a lot of other skin. All of the things that I felt like I needed to lose, I've lost. To the point where quite literally my things were lost in a flood. (laughs) Every material item that I have gathered over the last 10 years, 90% of it lost in a flood in somebody else's storage unit, mold. Like I started over when I moved here. And that was intentional on a lot of levels, but it was also completely divine and universal and felt like the rebirth that I needed. So I'm excited to go into this year. I do not know what this year has in store for me. I do not want to judge this last year as good or bad. I just want to acknowledge that it's okay to have tough times and it's okay to come out of them and it's okay to enjoy the really good times too. We tend to be more comfortable with our failures than we are with our successes because we don't know if we can maintain the success. I'm in a moment of success right now. 
And the maintenance of it is scary. What happens if it doesn't work out? What happens if there's another twist and turn? What happens if an unforeseen circumstance like a pandemic takes the world over again? There are a lot of what ifs. I'm choosing to now live in the what is, which is that things are going pretty fucking well for me right now. I feel good. Like I said, I'm happy, 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 happy to have made it to this birthday in the way that I have. And I want to thank you all because I think that a lot of you don't realize how much love and how much support I get from you on a day-to-day, whether it be in my DMs or with you buying books or as my clients or just knowing that there's somebody out there who's listening even if you don't know the full story. I appreciate you. I love you. I'm so glad that we have the community that we have, and I'm happy to be back. I do want to end this podcast reading a passage from a new book that I'm working on called I Want to Make You Feel Something. It's a little bit deeper. It's a little bit more personal. It's a little bit less telling you what to do and how and more about my experiences. And This was the first piece of the book that I wrote, and it really kind of sums up this last year for me and the rebirth and everything that I've talked about today, and I would like to share it with you. A holy experience. Remembering yourself is a holy experience. Nothing short of that. Nothing less miraculous nothing that you've ever felt before or that could be properly explained to the outside world, to the world that does not live within you, to the world that does not belong to you. So specific, so unique, so sacred, so you. The irony is that this holy experience stems from anarchy. Chaos that bubbles up inside of you, overflows, drowns you, sinks you until you hit rock bottom and are forced to look up, See the light at the surface and begin swimming tirelessly until you reach oxygen. It's not swimming. It is the same chaos, just underwater. Feet kicking, arms heavy, feeling the air run out of your lungs. It's dark, it's cold, you're dizzy enough to forget your name, to forget who you are completely. When you're fighting to survive, it doesn't matter who you are. No one, including yourself, cares about your name or any other part of your identity. Perhaps it is the water that cleanses you, the feeling of drowning that strips you of all previous thoughts about yourself, the ice-cold submersion that freezes time and space. And you're kicking, and your arms are heavy, and you're dizzy, and then you remember. Just like that, you remember. And then you breathe, and you have experienced something holy. I want to make you feel something coming out in 2022. Keep an eye out for new things launching today. I've got new programs, eight-week programs, 12-week programs. All of them are on sale today only. I have a New Year's Evolution program that's going to come up, a course, three-month course to ease you into the new year. No resolutions, just results. I'm really excited for what this year has in store for all of us. I thank you again. I am eternally, consciously grateful for every single one of you. And I appreciate you. And I create for you. Hope you have a great weekend, a great Thanksgiving with your families. 
Love you, mean it. <laughs>